Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Dynasty. I'm your host, Pamela Nicole. We got the beautiful Mia J. Hey y'all. I just wanted to say real quick, guys, congratulations to us. We are celebrating our one year anniversary of Dynasty Queens. We've been around for a whole year on socials. <sighs> Mia, That's it's been amazing, y'all. That's crazy. <laughs> So crazy. Before we get started with today's episode, I do want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Social Media Blast Off. If you're out here trying to be an entrepreneur, artist, you're out here modeling, acting, whatever the case may be, Social Media Blast Off is where you need to be. Go ahead and scan the QR code right here and get 40% off of your package deal. Whether you need Spotify, X, Threads, um, Instagram, whatever you need, they got you covered. Go ahead and check out socialmediablastoff.net. Mia, my love, who do we have the wonderful pleasure of talking to today? You guys, let's give the beautiful Alicia Hartwell a warm welcome. Dynasty Queen style. Yes. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Welcome, 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 Alicia. How are you doing today, Mama? I'm doing fabulous, ladies. I'm so thankful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Yes, we're excited <laughs> to have you. So, Alicia, for those who are not familiar with you, go ahead and give us a little bit of, a little bit of background about yourself. Where are you from and what is it that um, you're known for? Yeah, so again, I'm Alicia Hartwell. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia, but I currently reside here in Florida. Um, I'm also a woman of God, amen. <laughs> I'm a mother of two beautiful little children. I'm also an author, and I have a nonprofit that's dedicated to helping single mothers and children with special needs. And I actually is an I'm in the process of launching my new business, Nine to Five Preneur Mom, that's de- dedicated to helping those mothers who have a day job and that's um, balancing their um, their business aspirations. So yeah, and that's nine to five preneur mom. I'm excited about that. Okay. Okay. So so what got you started with um, your nonprofit? Like, give us a little bit of just uh, background. Mm. What really inspired you to get that started? You know, well, my, the nonprofit is called Felicia's Voice. So it, it was definitely dedicated to my mother. Her name is Felicia. And um, she she passed away at she passed away at a very young age, and I felt like when she did, she did not have a voice, and it was just so much she went through as a mother, as a single mother, and um, you know I wanted to dedicate it to her basically because you know there's a lot of other mothers out here in the world who need that extra help and who need that extra support. And um, being a single mother myself, I was like, you know what? There's not many resources I see. Well, from where I was, I didn't find any. So I was like, you know what? I might as well just do this. Let's just go ahead and start this thing up. So I just did the research. I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I prayed on it because having a nonprofit is a lot. Y'all, it is a lot. (laughs) But yeah, that was truly my inspiration. My mom just seeing what she's been through and how I kind of got into that same generational cycle. But 
it's broken. So and you know, a yes. lot of us we do have that story, like that history of like, you know, they call it the family curse. But if yeah. it only is a curse and you allow that to be put on you, I feel that we have the power to, you know, words are words, you know what I mean? Um now, with that being said, um, go into detail about what exactly the nonprofit does specifically, like, um, and what is the mentorship program like for those, you know, young single mothers? Yes. So it's fairly a new nonprofit. So we've been here about two years now, going on two years. And um, basically right now, the community girl elevate your voice. That's within um, Felicia's voice. Um, I provide grants like free grants to the moms who need help finding like different grants like daycare grants or um a whole lot of other different grants that help you with rent just a, a lot of assistant grants and things like that so we have like a community there where I help them with that and then as far as like mentorship it hasn't started yet but it will be starting soon um, but so right now it's just really focused on those resources that can help moms um, you know, get it done. And also like work from home opportunities because there's a lot of moms struggling to find work. And then if they do have those business aspirations, I give them tools for that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. Our and little do you know how like job fairs and stuff as well? Or like, is that how you place them for like different positions or how does that work? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not job fairs. That's a great idea, though. But we don't have that yet. <laughs> but that is awesome idea. Um, but for right now, because I work from home, so I know a lot of different like work from home opportunities that um that could be really helpful. So I have like a list, like a whole entire list, like a hundred different work from home opportunities that I update like every month and I provide to them in the community that we have. So they can go ahead and do the research and apply, you know, if they need help, they can book a a consultation with me or a call, hit me up like, Hey, can you help me with this, this and the third? So yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. You're giving people access. They didn't have it before. I love that. Mm. And it's so hard for women, especially, you know, um, you know, post-COVID, like, just trying to get back out there, you know, emotionally, mentally, whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. So just you being, like, a martyr for single moms out there, you know, it's just, it's amazing. I did want to ask you as well, Alicia, um, I did see that you do have a seven-day devotional, which really caught me off. I do. I have to print it out somewhere over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I did that about a couple of months ago. And that's kind of when I went on my little hiatus because I needed to take a break and pull back from social media and just, you know, get in my word, read the Bible, do, do those things. And it just was put on my heart to do the seven day devotional. So I was like, OK, because, you know, the journey is hard. It's, it's not it's not an easy journey that we all go through. So I just wanted to put something, you know, not just in my um, Felicia's Voice, Girl Elevation Voice community, but for any other woman who may be on their journey and just, you know, want some inspiration with becoming a woman of faith. And, yeah, so I, I did that. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I love that. Um, so 
with the devotional, have you mm-hmm. always been a woman of faith? Like, did was that something you were reared up in the household with your mom and stuff, or is it something you kind of mm-hmm. impl- implicated as an adult? Girl, no, <laughs> it was not in the household at all. <laughs> um, I definitely um, walked into it when I became an adult, and literally, it, it's about three years now since moving to Florida. Florida really changed my life, so I'm truly thankful for that move because, whew, girl, I can talk for days about that. But <laughs> let's elaborate, okay? Let's elaborate. So. Religion was not in the household. You moved to Florida. What happened in transition to Florida or when you arrived? That was your aha moment. Like what happened? It would have to be in relationships. It was it was in relationships because, you know, I I had a lot of failed relationships. So it got to a point like, you know what? Mm. Something has to change. And, you know, you get into that state where, you know, you're feeling hopeless. Maybe like, why did God put this on me? I have these two beautiful children. But, you know, like, why, why? You just start questioning, questioning. And then at just one moment, I just heard, be still. I was like, oh. And that was my aha moment. Just be still. And then after that, that's it just got so much better. I started um, going to church more, reading my Bible more, and it was just a beautiful journey from there. And I'm truly thankful. Yeah, it was it was that moment, that be still moment and just trust God's plan, you know, because he has a plan for all of us. It's just like, are we going to trust him? You know, you know, it's funny that you say that because. I also find myself hearing him talk to me sometimes. Yeah. The first, the first time that you heard that be still, were you like, were you terrified or were you like, okay, let me obediently, you know, yes. what, or what was your initial reaction? Like, wait a minute, is this God talking it to me? It was the obedience for me. I was like, okay, I'm being still because it was, it was different. It never happened to me like that before. So it was definitely an obedience that came over me and I was still, and then I just, you know, embraced whatever it was in that moment. I'm like, okay, this is deep because <laughs> it never happened before. So um, no, it was, um, it was definitely obedience for sure. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no fear. You have to have that <laughs> spiritual maturity too, to just be able to just kind of like surrender yourself and be like, oh, yeah, you know, Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. But you know, every day is a learning process. You know, I'm I'm still learning so much to learn. You know, so yeah. <laughs> so do tell us. Um, I know on top of your Sunday devotionals, you have your nonprofit. You do also have a YouTube channel as well, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. What What do you actually give to your audience? Well, my YouTube, again, because I wasn't so active this year, I was like really pulled back from social media and just focusing on what I needed to focus on. But initially, my YouTube page is just for inspiration to uplift and inspire people and just give a little bit of like the inside of my life and what I've been through and and hopefully helping someone else in their journey where they can relate to mine and be like, okay, and I can give them any tools and tips. And I just want to put it all together with everything that I'm doing with the resources and, you know, my walk with the Lord and, 
yeah, just putting it all together and putting it out there, you know. But I haven't really been on YouTube that much. <laughs> My goal is to um, make a video once every Monday. So I have an accountability partner now because those are very important. And she's been on me. So I'm very thankful for her. Shout out to you, girl. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And where does, where does one find an accountability partner? Because I'm sure all of us... Mm. <laughs> See, that's another thing. (laughs) That's another thing. It's all about who you surround yourself by. So, like, when I started opening myself to being around different people, like going out and fellowshipping and things like that, you know, you'll meet certain people and they'll just come to you, especially if you're praying about it. I've been praying for an accountability partner, you know, and then they came to me. So it, I wasn't looking for it. You know, it just came to me. I'm like, OK, God, I see you. I see you. Right. <laughs> so that's how it happened. Right. And if you're, you're new, like fellowship and, you know, going to church and stuff. Girl, what is that? What is the dating pool? The church, the church men. What is that dating pool looking like? Or have you even, you're yeah. just too focused on, you know. I'm not right. I'm not even focused on a man. <laughs> I know that's right. Girl, this season, listen, I'm just solely focused on the Lord and the plan he has for me. Because, you know, at the end of the day, he will provide. So when it's time for my eyes to be open to that aspect, I'm like, okay, Lord, I see you. But right now, just focus on the journey. <laughs> gotcha. Like that's, yes. yeah, that's in her life right now. That's all that counts. Yes. Oh my goodness. Now I know we were talking about nonprofits and everything, Alicia. Um, do you have like a top five list of nonprofits um outside of yours that you would recommend to um other people like on our platform that really just make a difference for like families and moms? Yeah, I know two really good ones. Um, One More Child is one. They're really good with like with children, finding help for children and things like that. And then there's another one called Lighthouse Ministry, but that's in here in Lakeland. So they're really good as well. But there's another one in Philadelphia. Oh, my goodness. What are they named? Oh, my goodness. I cannot think of their name right now, y'all. But when I get it, I will let y'all know. Okay. (laughs) But those two are really good. And then how important is it? I know you have a child. How important is it to teach your child um, the significance of giving back? And, you know, you're actually, you've created a platform for women, you know, a whole system where they can earn a living and income. Yeah. So how, how do you instill that into your child? You know, leading by example, you know, being the right example for them, um, making sure that they understand you know, this thing called life, because at the end of the day, it's not easy. And I feel like when I was a child, I was kind of sheltered away from the truth. So I had to like learn it all on my own. So I just want to be open and honest with my children and also just lead by example. If you don't mind me asking, what is, what do you mean um, you were sheltered from the truth? What does that mean? Well, I would say when I was young, it was like, just being sheltered from just the world. Like I felt like, like my mom babied me so much. <laughs> like, you know, she babied me so much. <laughs> she was, I felt like she was protecting me, of course. But at the end of the day, it was a lot of stuff that I should have known, like 
and I didn't. So it was just like, and then it was just her at one point, you know? So I felt kind of like I had to learn everything on my own when I got older. Like, okay, maybe I should have known about this when I was this age. So, yeah. Pam, do you feel the same way? Because I do. I don't know, Alicia, if your mom was like a boomer, like if she was born, you know, what era, but my mother was, Mm -hmm. and I definitely can relate to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, like how to learn things you should know on your own. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But I just want to have that, like, that open dialect with my children so they know, you know, just so they don't have to try to figure it out on their own. God forbid something happens to me, you know, and, but they're going to know, but. That's like what she's saying, Mia, like I have two kids too. So I know growing up, I was very sheltered as well. So it's like, look at how we were raised and it's like, I don't ever want my kids to go through not things, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, at the end of the day, it'll protect, it'll protect them from, I guess, the serial killers, because I grew up as a 90s kid, so I think <laughs> it was the era of, like, snatch and grab children, so I was definitely sheltered and stuff, but at the same yeah. time, you have to expose your kids to some type of street smarts, just so they can oh, yeah. know and be alert when they start maneuvering in the world. You have to know yes. what's going on around you. Oh, yeah, especially nowadays. Nowadays. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. Nowadays, it's crazy. It's not the same. It's probably like best to tell the children, like, hey, look, it's crazy people out here that do the X, Y, and Z. They do this to you. That's the hell not. And this and that. Like, I feel that's a better approach than just don't say anything. Because then you don't know what's right. going on. If some weird man exactly. or whatever has your kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to. Mm-hmm. Kids need to know what what's going on because <laughs> you're exposed to yes. so much. Mm-hmm. And it's not just yes. like the outside world; it's the virtual world too. That's scary. Yes. Like scariest than you know the outside world because you have cyberbullying. You have all these yeah. things that we've never dealt with that we're still learning about as adults. Right. You know? Yeah, so it's a crazy world. It's it a is. lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is. Um, so, okay, so we talked about um, Felicia's Boys. We talked about um, the other nonprofit that you're working with. What is another project that you have like that's upcoming maybe for the end of this year going into 2024? Well, I would say my 9 to 5 Preneur Mom community. Um, that is the next thing. Um, I'm writing an ebook. I'm still debating on where I want to go with it, if I want it to be printed or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of, you know, waiting for guidance and just taking it slow because I don't want to rush into things. But definitely going into next year, um, I will be doing a, the full launch of 9to5preneur mom. So I'm really excited about that. Right now, I have a 9to5preneur mom ebook that I'm working on, but I'm not sure. Again, I don't know if I want to do it physical or not. So pray for me, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> you have all of the plans and everything in order and steps. So I'm sure the way it's supposed yes. to go, if it's supposed to come out printed and hard copy or so, whatever, yes. I just ebook, it'll happen. So I don't doubt Thank it. You. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> 
I kind of have an off the topic question. I always like to just kind of pick people's brains. Um, what would you say, Alicia, is the best advice anybody's ever given to you that you take with mm-hmm. you? Hmm, that is a good question. That is a good question. I would say the best piece of advice would probably be look, I'm thinking hard, y'all. <laughs> I'm thinking hard. I would say, um, because you know what? I get a lot of different advice, but the one I would say that sticks out the most is don't be afraid, be a voice. And just not being afraid to, you know, have that voice and share your voice and do it with confidence. And so that that really sticks with me because, you know, again, with being sheltered as a child, it kind of made me like a shy person at one point. So I kind of was like on a back burner, just not really having a voice. And I feel like that always is just like right there, like, okay, I I can hear it. I can hear it. (laughs) So just showing up and having a voice for, you know, what you believe in and just, you know, not living in fear. (laughs) How do you, how would you, um, I guess, what is the step-by-step process on someone that is looking to find their voice? Maybe a child who is Mm. overprotected or someone who maybe is in an abusive household as a kid or all the different things that can contribute to a kid just closing in. How do you tell somebody, hey, just be brave and have a voice? Like, what's the, what's the process? What should you do to get to that point? I'll say number one, um, you definitely. I don't. I don't I'm not going to give you guys a whole process, but this this thing, what I'm getting ready to say, is most important, and it should be number one. Is just basically um, having that moment of clarity of getting clear of what it is that you want, where you are, where you've been, and. Um, being intentional with what it is that, you know, whatever it is you're going through, but where you're going, being intentional with it. And basically when it comes to finding your voice, you can get so distracted by the negative thoughts. And I learned that through those negative thoughts, when it comes to you finding your voice, you got to really allow God to to really work in you. You got to pray. <laughs> prayer is so powerful. That's an, Prayer is so powerful, y'all. I don't think y'all understand. <laughs> but prayer is so powerful. So that is another big thing, too. So, yes, I know that, that question was all over the place. But that is the gist. <laughs> you know what's so crazy is literally today, and that's why I feel like things a line happened for a reason, like this interview, for example. Yes. A post that I put today, my caption was intentional, intentional focus. Yes. Intentional focus. Mm. And the fact that you just brought that word up, it's like, okay, we're talking to another another woman who is on a similar mindset and understands what it is. Even though our journeys are different, she gets that okay. yes. She gives me that part. So... That's oh, so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, I tell you this all the time. We talk to so many phenomenal women. Very a piece of what they 
with us. Mm. You know, and it's built our character. So, like she That's said okay. earlier today, I'm like, y'all in yes. each other's <laughs> Right. And have you been met? See? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The energy is bright. The energy is bright. Yes. <laughs> so, I know that you said that prayer is so important. Um, mm-hmm. What what does that look like for you when you're talking back mm. to God or let people mm. know, like, are we just reaching out to him in moments of distress or just even when times are good? Like, what does that look like for you? Cause I know you said you have a really close relationship and you pray a lot. So what, yeah. what does that look like for you? Well, you know, I realized through the journey that prayer is different for everyone because you can literally, you know, take a moment, sit down and just pray. You can pray washing dishes. You can pray driving a car. Like there's so many different ways that you can pray. And um, it's not limited to just getting on your knees to pray. Like you literally can pray whenever. And I had to learn that because I felt like I had to be in a designated spot in order to pray. It's just where your focus goes at that moment and where you are um, putting your attention when you want to, you know, if there's something that you need to say or you, we can stop and pray right now if we want to, you know? So it's just like, it's a mindset. It's definitely a mindset shift because when growing up, you know, you're told that you got to pray a certain way or something like that. And then it's, it's not, it's not like that. (laughs) It's so many different ways you can pray. (laughs) That's so important that you even said that. I was literally thinking that, like, I grew up Catholic, and I know it was you had to be on your knees by the bed. Mm. You had to pray. That's how you prayed. And like you're saying, prayer is not limited. I feel that mm. as we've grown as, you know, people, we have have more faith, I feel, than people before us. And I say that because we're more we're open to prayer any time of the day, day or night, wherever, like yeah. you're saying. We have that um, where we can just surrender ourselves. Yeah, it's just every Sunday, you know, like you own yeah. church every Sunday. You know, I hardest was when you prayed at church. You, you do your night prayers, your your morning prayers and stuff. But it's just to have ability and just freedom to just pray whenever. I think mm-hmm. brought people's like so yeah. many, you know. I agree. I really think regardless, like, um, I feel when you have your own individualized prayer or whatever speech, confession, talk, convo with God, I feel it hits harder than any Bible verse. Mm. Right? And that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. It's when you're actually talking or having that, Mm -hmm. you know, thought process yeah. with them. That, those That's moments good. of prayer, the spontaneous moments are the most real and authentic. Yes. Mm, that's so good. It'll, it just feels different, right? Because mm. other it's like, okay, you're being told, like you said, being told to pray at this time and this time. Oh, no. Right. So it's like, you know, and then to know that you can do that anytime. Like, you know, when you feel like, okay, you want to reach out to somebody and they're not available. God is always available. Like you can always just start wherever you are, and he's gonna he's gonna pick up. Like okay, okay, boy, what you need? I got you. <laughs> Amen. Yes. yes. Amen. And I feel it's good that you're on this show to talk about that because you know a lot of people um, of this era, I guess, or generation of adults, 
You know, it's not the thing. Like, no one's really professing their love to God on podcast platforms right now. <laughs> you know, it's about all the drama and stuff, which is cool, you know. Um, covered yeah. a lot of different stuff, but to give someone like you a platform to talk about your love for God, mm-hmm. talk about the way that you want to go out there and help other women. It just shows a heart of empathy and it shows that, you know, you were called a third. That's a different, a different calling. Yes. It's a different calling. Yeah, it is. You have to be a very selfless person to do what you do. Yes. For sure. Yes. You have to be. So that's very, very commendable. Especially with this generation. Girl, yes. <laughs> you know what else I love about her too, uh, Nia? Like, just the fact that it wasn't something that was just, yes, you grew up in the church. Yes, you know, you, you know, you went to church and everything. But for you to have gone through life and then you found God, just he called to you. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yes. fairy tale religious stories where like, oh, I've known my life. God and you came together, you know, and it's so cool because there's so many people that are lost out here that don't have like a way and you're like literally kind of like a prophet, you know, you're out here. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh yes, you feel it. I feel it. Do you that? Do you She says you're a future prophet. Do you receive? I, I receive it. Listen, receive it, baby. Receive it. Donna and we're out here doing live testimonies. Okay. Like, <laughs> yes. I love I'm it. See, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We're giving women a platform, y'all. Give them a platform to come here and talk about whatever it is they bring to the table. And this young lady here, she she is very inspiring. Very, very inspiring. Um, so I have another question for you. Okay. And it's along the basis of religion versus spirituality. Mm, okay. Do you feel, because I know we're talking about our personal conversations with God. Yeah. Do you feel that sometimes people may be in a sanctuary or a church house? Maybe those people are not actually the most pure of heart and, you know, people that are affiliated with certain organizations and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. they don't, everybody doesn't have good intentions. Right. So what was the question? <laughs> I so what I'm asking is, how is someone who's looking for leadership Let's say, for example, you have your nonprofit, you're professing to women about this and that spirituality or becoming, you know, right. your own boss, working from home. How do you, how are you able to decipher the frauds versus the real deal? Because there's a lot of people that profess that they're out here to help others and it's not genuine. So what should people be right. looking for? Well, I don't really think it's like looking for, you don't want to like look for people's mistakes or flaws because we all have flaws. You know, we're all learning. We're all growing. God gives us discernment, you know, at the end of the day. So, um, you know, if there's somebody that, that I come across and like, I'm not going to judge them because they don't have the same views as myself. You know, if anything, um, you know, I always take it to prayer. I always pray about every person I meet, you know, just, you know, like that and if something happens where you know 
I feel like, okay, this is discernment. God always gives us discernment. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I would ever, I'm, I'm not into judging people. That ain't my job. <laughs> that hits the nail on the head right there. You're not because you, you're gonna, you have to meet people where they are. Right, exactly. How God meets us where we are. So. Yeah, because we all have to start somewhere. So I feel like some people that take on leadership roles, they may not be so understanding of where people are coming from. And I think the reason I'm asking you this is because we have people from all over the world that are watching. So we want to make sure we can touch everybody, you know, and let you know that this is what this lady does. She does not judge. She's willing to meet you where you are. And where can people find out about your nonprofit? Where where's the what's what's the website? Where can we find your stuff to start working? Well, with? the nonprofit, yes, you can visit feliciasvoice.org and it will lead you to all of our social media. Or you can go to my social media page at Alicia Hartwell. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Now Pamela, yes. Yes. I'm gonna let you take this next one. Because I know that you always love to throw like an off the wall question. <laughs> so our, I'm gonna call the person in the hot seat. So what's your off the wall question for Alicia? Oh my goodness! Like I was stirring the pot while you were saying that. Hmm. Let's see. The seat getting hot. The seat I mean, it is hot. Hot. Let me see. Wow. Okay, it is related to you and what you do okay um i did notice with your seven day devotional that it is completely free of charge and Mm -hmm. i know that a lot of people that are out here writing books writing you know just what testimonials writing things they always include a price Mm -hmm. why did you decide to do it for free Well, I did that for free because I just wanted to to get into everyone's hands without having to think about a price. So, you know, I just wanted to be available to everyone with not thinking about a cost or how much, you know, because I've been in places where, you know, I wanted to get something. I'm like, dang, I just can't do it right now. So, you know, I just wanted to give everybody the opportunity to receive it. And that's a blessing in itself, because like I said, like, this world is so money hungry and just even like good deeds. It's like, it, it can't just go as a good deed. It has to come with a price. So yeah. thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> so if y'all need a simple devotional, y'all can find it. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you can find that at girlelevateyourvoice.com forward slash seven days. So, yep. It's there. Love, it. <laughs> Love that. So, Question. When Alicia has some time to unwind, when Alicia has some time to pour into herself, what does Alicia like to do in her free time? Sleep. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We all need that. We need that rest. We need the rest. But no, I mean, when I have that time to myself, I definitely catch up on my rest because two little ones keep you busy Mm -hmm. along with having that nine to five and the business aspirations and doing this, doing that. So yeah, rest is very important. And also, you know, maybe treating myself to certain little things, but like maybe a, a massage, have a massage or, you know, draw myself a bubble bath, those sort of things but mainly rest 
reading and yeah those are those are the stuff for me right now especially rest i can't I can, you gotta rest and drink water because yeah. <laughs> when you're busy listen busy but know. productive we gotta be productive big and productive i thought about my question the, the oven was at 350 it just dinged the bread's ready to come out we got the question uh -oh. all right miss alicia Taking your life from humble beginnings all the way until present day, what actress would you have portray your life and why? Um, what actress would I have portrayed my life? I have somebody in mind based off of a visual, but I'm literally shaking. Listen, y'all, I don't know. <laughs> um, let me think. <laughs> uh. What actress? Who you have in mind, girl? Because I don't know. Well, I'm still thinking. You go. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first. I'm thinking Yara Shahidi. That's what I'm thinking. Because then she can play like the younger. Isn't she like 18 or 20 or something like that? Yeah. She can play you like as a young woman coming into the, you know yourself. I don't know. Ooh. I see it. Ooh. What about you, Pam? I, I can see it too. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm trying to think. It's just, it's just so, like, she's such a vibe, you know, and it's just so hard to just pin one actress that would play Alicia. Dang. I have to throw it there because, like, the energies are just giving, like, you're giving these okay. energy. Like, that you're pretty. Yeah. So, pretty in the role. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Who do you say, Alicia? Who's playing you? This is your show. This is your biopic. I would say myself. <laughs> can I can I choose myself? <laughs> Absolutely. There you have it, y'all. She's like, I don't need any actors. Then this is the real deal right here. Well, I, I can look young again. She's like, I'm totally gonna do it. But what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your favorite um, vacation destination? Your favorite place you've been to so far? Mm, so I haven't been out of the country yet. I am working on that because that, ooh, I want to go to Brazil. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> but so far, man, I got to travel more, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been traveling the way I supposed to been traveling. And um, I'm in Florida, so I feel like every day is a vacation because everybody comes to Florida for vacation. So <laughs> every day feels like a vacation on a low sometimes, especially on the weekends when I have some more time to do what I need to do. <laughs> so, right. yeah. mm -hmm. What's the best food spot then in Florida where you're at? The best what spot? Food, like restaurant, the best food, food place. Mm, it's so much good food out here. Oh, man. I would have to say there's a spot near the beach, Clearwater Beach, called Tailgaters. They have some amazing seafood. It's so fresh, and you can actually like taste that it's like 
handpicked from the ocean and <laughs> cooked. Like, it's so fresh and it's so good. So, yes, tailgaters, they are the bomb. Near Clearwater Beach. I don't remember what fresh seafood even tastes like. I live in the desert, so my. That. Oh, I'm better in ATL, so. I'm okay. pretty sure I can do some frozen seafood and stuff out here, too. <laughs> you know it's fresh when you can taste a little bit of the sand. I'm like, oh, that's a little sandy right there. Like, oh, okay, y'all pick this. Y'all just pick So she's a texture. Yeah. <laughs> that's when it's the best. Yes. That fresh, like, like, straight from the bed of the ocean taste. That's when it's like, and it's clean as it's opposed to the food that's been frozen over. You can you can right. taste the microwave crab versus it's the It's a difference. Oh, yeah. You can taste the difference. For sure. Yes. You can taste, you can taste it. it. <laughs> you know what, Mia, I have noticed a trend like with this season. We have talked to so many phenomenal women that they've, you know, been born and raised like up north and they've all moved down to Florida. So there must be something in the water in Florida because y'all are living and thriving. And I'm like, how does that feel? Yeah. That's deep. Yes. Y'all come to Florida. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You got the beach, you got the ocean. When it's yes. wintertime, it stays relatively warm enough to, you know, maybe like yes. sweat, you know, do your thing. So I get it. I get it. I get yes. it. I it's chilly it. right now. It's chilly right now. We got to wear a jacket. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> a little break from all the, you know, the sort of stuff. Right. <laughs> I love it. I'm so cold. It's like, y'all don't get, it's either or, you know. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, because me and Kim, we're from originally from Houston. So we are okay. from the Gulf. Oh yeah, but yes. yeah. As far as like the seafood and stuff, we have good food there too. Houston has really good. Oh, food. I know. I'm yes. sure. Mm-hmm. I gotta get there. Oh. <laughs> I'm a yeah. foodie. But I love Florida, food. Florida's up there too. I have to say, Florida has really good food. So yeah, yeah I'm here for the cuisine. Okay. Mm. Now, anything else that the viewers should know about Alicia? About me, oh, I mean, I think I think we summed it up really good in this interview. <laughs> okay, she's, she's like, like a lot. she's like up okay. to this point. You guys know the story. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I will say this: whatever it is that you're going through, you know, um, you're going to get through it. Just trust the process. It whatever you're going through won't last. It's it's just a season. So. Allow God to move and just trust the process. So, yeah. I swear. Oh my goodness. Trust the process. Trust, trust God. Listen to his voice. You know, mm-hmm. those are some of the things that Alicia talked to us about today, y'all. So I love it. Alicia, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Allow me to hang out with you ladies today. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Real quick, if you can give your Instagram and just your socials one more time so our followers can keep up with Alicia. Yes, so on Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, everything is Alicia Hartwell and Alicia Hartwell. And the nonprofit is FeliciasVoice.org. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all heard it first, y'all. Once again, Alicia, thank you so much for stopping by. In closing, your girl, Mia J. And Pamela Nicole. And until next time, Dante Queen. Yeah. Yeah.